two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About, the podcast where we help you understand what everybody's talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And don't forget to like and subscribe and follow all the social media, but don't follow us or anybody else in person because that is really creepy. Did you hear before we get into this, uh, Bernie Sanders refused to condemn the activists who followed Kristen Cinema into the bathroom. Talking about creepy. Yeah, don't follow people into bathrooms, guys. And like, wait, so Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. you're saying, since right. he, he, so he basically condones following women into bathrooms. Ooh, that's a stretch. That could be a lawsuit on our hands. I'm not saying that, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> no, no. Um, but that is bad. And, mm. and don't, don't follow people ever into bathrooms. Unless you want to help them fix their hair. Are you saying I need to fix my hair? No, I'm, I'm not saying that at or all. Or like Before that I n- dig this grave any deeper. <laughs> or that nice gentleman that let us know our taillight was out. Oh, that guy was nice. Yes, I he, was he was very, very nice. nice. So if he you, tunes in. You can do that. Um, so as a hard segue, uh, China prepares to test thorium-fueled nuclear reactor. This article comes from September. <laughs> and I was interested because I spent all of last night, all of last night, researching... Nuclear energy, because I was posed with the question, not really the question, but the statement that nuclear energy is bad and we should not at all invest in nuclear energy at all. <laughs> Despite the fact that there are 422 nuclear power plants in the world and none of them have had an accident in 60 years, except for three, and one of those was because of a freak tsunami. I don't know how you plan for that. Yeah, yeah. And didn't you also say... Because um, wind is the big thing now, mm-hmm. right? That's of course it's you the should big thing. you should wind and harness solar. the wind mm-hmm. well, because I mean it's there, it's free. Go right. for it. That's um, a fantastic idea. And but what did you say? We have how many uh, windmills? There are sixty nine thousand one hundred and sixteen windmills in the United States, and they produce eight point four percent of our total energy output for the year. Now, we know Jennifer doesn't like math, but that doesn't seem to add up. No, it's a really low number. Yeah. And there are 55 nuclear power plants, which are 98 um, nuclear, nuclear reactors, <laughs> and they produce 19.8% of our total energy output. Yeah. That's only that's, 55. That's, that's a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's, that's... And that's not to knock wind energy. I think wind energy is great. I think solar energy is great. But I think you need to have a diverse portfolio mm-hmm. when it comes to green energy, um, especially if you're going to talk about transitioning off of gas and other fossil fuels, which we know are very reliable. Mm-hmm. Um, and nuclear energy can be just as reliable. And that's why this is so interesting. So the problem with nuclear energy is that it is a bit costly, Um, but apparently thorium reactors are going to be less costly because of the fuel that they use. So scientists are excited about an experimental nuclear reactor using thorium as fuel, which is about to begin tests in China. Although this radioactive element has been trialed in reactors before, experts say that China is the first to have a shot at commercializing the technology. The reactor is unusual in that it uses molten salt circulating inside instead of water. So instead of water, so so I'm sure you know the way nuclear reactors work. For everyone out there, you have a radioactive material, and water 
flows over it, and it's so hot that it creates steam. Uh, and that steam rises and it spins a turbine. Gotcha. So instead of using water, they're using liquid salt. Okay. And it's liquid because it's so hot. And again, I'm, well, I'm not a scientist, so if I get any of this wrong, um, let us know. Yes. All scientists of YouTube. But it is pretty cool. It has the potential to produce nuclear energy that is relatively safe and cheap while also generating a small amount of very long-lived radioactive waste than conventional reactors. Construction of the experimental thorium reactor in Huawei on the outskirts of the Gobi Desert was due to be complete at the end of August. Thorium is a weakly radioactive silvery metal found naturally in rocks and has currently had little industrial use. Which is great because it's not going to be something that is in a short supply. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a lot of it, so the cost is going to be less. It is a waste product of the growing rare earth mining industry in China and is therefore an attractive alternative to imported uranium, says researchers. So we're using a waste to... Mm -hmm. To harness energy to do more with, mm -hmm. which if you're talking about sustainability, there, that's awesome. There it is. <laughs> Thorium is much more plentiful than uranium, and so it would be a very useful technology to have in 50 or 100 years' time when uranium reserves start to run low. So there we are planning for the future. But the technology will take many decades to realize, so we need to start now, he adds. China launched its molten salt reactor program in 2011, investing, investing some 3 billion yuan, according to Ritsu Yoshiyoko former president of the International Thorium Molten Salt Forum. Operated by Shanghai Institute of Applied Physics, the Huawei reactor is designed to produce just 2 megawatts of thermal energy, which is only enough to power up 1,000 homes. But if the experiments are a success, China hopes to build a 373-megawatt reactor by 2030, which could power hundreds or even thousands of homes. Makes sense. Start small. Make sure it works. Yeah, before you build something Before you build big. something humongous. That's why they're doing it in the desert, in case it explodes. <laughs> Very smart, except for the, for the desert. And the cactuses. Oh, the cactuses. I don't even know if they have cactuses in the Gobi Desert. I don't either, but... Uh, by comparison, so we have nuclear reactors, and I think in Canada they have one. I j I'm just remembering the chart off the top of my head. It produces 130,000 megawatts per hour. Oh, oh, that's a lot. Right. Um, and, and even the smallest nuclear reactor can power like 140,000 homes per day. Like mm -hmm. they produce a lot of energy. But the problem is there's only so much reach, right? So if you have a nuclear reactor, it's not going to reach everyone, despite the fact that it's producing so much energy. These reactors are among the perfect technologies for helping China to achieve its goal of zero carbon emissions by around 2050 which is fantastic because they've been doing a terrible job <laughs> with their carbon emissions. I think they've only been going up, but I guess that's mm. the idea. Let's burn everything now to build what we need in the future to then help out with what's left of the, mm. the ozone layer. And say Maybe we should have started this a little bit earlier, but, you know, here we are. We'll deal with it as it comes. Uh, the naturally occurring isotope thorium-232, I'm sure... We're both aware of that. Oh, yes. Cannot undergo fission, of course, but when irradiated in a reactor, it absorbs neutrons to form uranium 
233, which is a fissile material that generates heat. And the heat, as we stated before, is the main component that drives the entire... Whole operation. The whole operation. Simply turning water in the steam. We build a completely complex, massive building to boil water. Thorium has been tested as a fuel in other types of nuclear reactors in countries including the United States, Germany, and the United Kingdom, and is part of a nuclear program in India. But it has so far not proved cost-effective because it is more expensive to extract than uranium, and unlike some naturally occurring isotopes of uranium, needs to be converted into fissile material. Some researchers support thorium as a fuel because they say its waste product has less of a chance to be weaponized compared to uranium because we use depleted weapon uh uranium for ammunition and and the like i think the reason is because it's it's so dense that if you put it on the end of a bullet because of the mass it's going to go through a lot of stuff oh gosh okay so they're going to talk about the molten salt reactor there's a whole diagram oh gosh i love it Hmm. Well, we'll do our best to explain this one. Let's mm. put on our uh, scientist wear hats. This one. Let's put on our science goggles and our science gloves. So apparently, in a molten salt nuclear reactor, the fissile material is dissolved in liquid salt in the reactor core. And I guess the fissile material is the 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 heat element. <laughs> Liquid salt also acts as a coolant in place of water. Fission occurs in the reactor core, because remember they, they radiate it and generates that heat, which is transmitted by the coolant salt and heat exchange to the water-producing steam. This drives a turbine to generate electricity. A frozen plug of salt melts. Oh, a frozen plug of salt also does melt if the reactor core gets too hot, thereby preventing it from overheating and causing a meltdown. When China switches on its experimental reactor, it will be the first molten salt reactor operating since 1969, when U.S. researchers at the Oak Ridge National Laboratory in Tennessee shut theirs down. Oh, God, what happened? <laughs> I don't really like the fact that they said blast from the past. Oh. Hmm. I just don't feel like that was a good Maybe that's why they shut it down. Maybe. Hmm. Entirely possible. And it will be the first molten salt reactor to be fueled by thorium. Researchers who have collaborated with the Synap says that the Chinese design copies that of the Oak Ridge reactor. Researchers in China directly involved with the reactor did not respond to requests for confirmation about when the test would begin. Hopefully they are safe and they have not been irradiated themselves. <laughs> The phone has melted. The phone melted. They can't oh, pick no, it up. They can't, they can't answer the computer to respond to an email. Um, compared with, yeah, they grew claws because of the radiation, and they can't pick it up, can't dial the numbers. So they're Wolverine now. If that is the outcome, I think we should build them right now. <laughs> compared with light water reactors in conventional nuclear, nuclear power stations, molten salt reactors operate at significantly higher temperatures, which means they could generate electricity much more efficiently he, uh, according to a nuclear engineer i would imagine that he has the education to be telling us that china's reactor will use fluoride based salts which melt into a colorless transparent liquid when heated to about 450 degrees celsius 
Basalts act as a coolant to transport heat from the reactor core. And then again, it reminds us about the other coolant. Molten salt reactors are considered to be relatively safe because the fuel is already dissolved in liquid and they operate at lower pressures than do conventional nuclear reactors, which reduce the risk of explosive meltdowns. Very good. Although we never really have one of those. Other than... Like the, the pretty famous one. Yeah, what is that in Ukraine? But that's just like one. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm pretty sure that was because of poor policy and... It was built under the Soviet Union, so. And then the other one was the tsunami. Yeah. Again, how do you plan for that? Someone says that many, I can't pronounce the name, many countries are working on molten salt reactors to generate cheaper electricity from uranium or to use waste plutonium from light water reactors as fuel. But China alone is attempting to use thorium fuel. China's reactor will be a testbed to do a lot of learning, according to another scientist. We're going to learn so much new science, we're going to get sciency all over the place. He did not say that. I added it. That was it. Jack's commentary. But that is what he was thinking at the time he made I, that professional unfortunately, statement. Unfortunately, I do feel like this article is repeating itself a whole lot. They just want to make sure everyone knows it's how using thorium. awesome thorium is. Mm -hmm. They want people to invest. They want to get it going they want the news blah 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 blah. Mm. honestly i think it's gonna fail <laughs> i really do we're gonna talk this up and then we're gonna beat it down i don't know as a kid they talked up so many things <laughs> and then it just turns out that they were really just trying to get funding and that's why they talk it up mm -hmm. like remember i don't know if you remember back in the day they talked about using spider webs to make bulletproof armor do you remember that? I do not remember that. I remember that. And they hmm. talked about it all the time. And they were like, we're going to have spiders, and they're going to they're gonna spin silk, and we're going to collect the silk, and we're going to weave it to make bulletproof vests because spider silk can, I don't know, stop. It's like 10 times it as strong as steel strong, or something. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, my clothing is still lacking to be made from silk, from a, from a from spider. From a spider web. I, I think I'm okay with that. That. I feel like that would be creepy. I don't know. I would love if all of my clothing is bulletproof. It would I solve mean, a lot okay. of problems. That that would be nice, but I just feel like I would feel like there was a spider on me all the time. Like I would never get rid of that feeling. No, you would feel like you always you've always just walked through a spider web. Yeah, yeah. Like mm, no. I think it's much easier being short. Because I don't think, I think only tall people walk through spider webs. No, they're no, usually no. up in a corner somewhere. No, no, I walk through spider webs. You do? Yes. Oh. That, that is not a tall person ailment. Well, you heard it here first on what the bleep are they talking about. What the Both bleep tall are they talking about? And <laughs> short people uh, are affected equally by spider webs. Okay, maybe not equally. Like, perhaps it is, a, I haven't done the research. Perhaps it Could is you? something that. that could you do the research for us? I mean, us? I can, yeah. If you want to start funding me for, for the research. Um, everyone out there, if you would like to donate. There will be a GoFundMe There will account. be a GoFundMe. And we will fund Jennifer's uh, annual income because she will have to quit her job for this. It will take a lot of time. And she will set up, you'll train spiders to yeah. make spider webs where you need them to be. And I'll, I would have to precariously place them in locations that only tall people could no, i'd have and to short. why why am i 
having that's we'll skewing my own this. that's yeah. skewing my own data. Mm -hmm. So it would just have to be naturally occurring. So. Oh, okay. So you'll have to be like Jane Goodall, and you'll have to track spiders. Yes, and... I'll have to learn the behaviors of different spiders mm -hmm. and all of their biology. So this could take quite some time. It could take some quite time. But it is research that I am dedicated to. Just as these scientists are dedicated to the long-term research of these thorium reactors, circa starting maybe in 2050. I just think the whole thing's cool. I, I, I guess the reason we bring up this article, or I brought up the article, is because I think we have this unmalleable mindset when it comes to green energy because we're hammered over the head about windmills and mm -hmm. solar farms and how evil fossil fuels are. So we have to get rid of all those, and we have to put windmills and solar farms. And I feel like anything that challenges that idea even if it's another sustainable energy, mm -hmm. we're not allowed to talk about it or bring it up. And I think that's... I think of course that's, not, because you're wrong. <laughs> I know. I think that's dangerous, because if, 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 if that's our vision for the future, and we're so headstrong to, to reach that, and we're not looking for other alternatives that could possibly be better, then what m might we be missing out on? Well, and I think... I mean, I'm 100%. Of course, we need green energy. Of course, we need to take care of our planet. I don't like, think anyone disagrees If with I that. have children one day, I want them to have a clean planet. Like, mm -hmm. no one's arguing against that, I don't think. But I think to... They're arguing about how to get there. But. Yes, but I, I think... And, and when you imagine that we're going to be off of fossil fuels in, completely, entirely, mm -hmm. within 15, 20, I would say even 30 years... I do not think it's going to happen. Do I think that there will be more green energy? Do I think that we will go a very, very long way? Mm -hmm. Yes. But I don't think before my time comes that we will be 100% off fossil fuels. I don't think so either. Like um, 100%. Like we will be very far, mm -hmm. like I said, but 100% no. Especially because the U.S. economy runs on oil. Even if we're completely green, we're still going to be mining oil to sell to other nations. Yeah. My, I mean, and I think all, like most nations have pledges to, mm -hmm. to get to their green energy, but like. Well, even, well, I mean like third world nations as well. Um, They're true. buying, they, they can't afford windmills and solar panels. Like you have to start somewhere and you start on fossil fuels, unfortunately, and you have to build a society off of those things. Like you can't just go from nothing to solar energy mm -hmm. right because even solar panels and all that they rely on fossil fuels to get them built for now for now i don't think we'll entirely be off fossil fuels until we have efficient batteries and i think this is even a policy on my on our on our website is that we need to invest in i call them energy storage units i mean they're just batteries right because until you can capture energy and easily move it from one part of the globe to another, it's, you're not going to be able to replace the ability to take a barrel of oil mm -hmm. from one place and transport it to another. Because you can't just take a windmill and move it across. Unless you unbolt it from the ground well, and like fly over to the... Yeah, it'll just go exactly where you need it to go. <laughs> so. But no, I mean, I, complete, I completely believe that. I don't think until you get something that's small, lightweight, and easily transportable, like oil... <laughs> I don't think you'll get off of fossil fuels. And I think they'll always play a role. Like, even our clothing and, and most everything we have, it's oil-based. 
right? You need oil to create products, mm-hmm. right? So we'll always still be mining oil and, Although, and, and making things out of oil. Hemp is a big thing oh, that people true. are making, like, these types of products out of. Like, that, that movement has really gained some traction, mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, that really does seem to, to be working out, and that could seriously be a, a good way to, to limit what you're talking about. And that's, like, a really interesting story. Wasn't hemp was illegal and you weren't allowed to grow it, mm-hmm. and now that it's legalized, now we have this big push and everything's being made out of hemp. I, that's like a really interesting story. Yeah, I mean, people aren't just growing it to get high. Like we're we're doing all sorts of things with it. So, mm-hmm. anyway. that's where I stand. I mean, green energy, no one can deny it's no. it's the future. But we couldn't have gotten there without fossil fuels. I think that's really all there is to say about that. But I do believe that, you know, you do have to diversify. That's my whole point. You have to yeah. diversify. You can't just put all your eggs in one basket. You can't just have all windmills or all solar panels. Because God forbid something happens, mm-hmm. you're screwed because that infrastructure is now shut down. Yeah. But. You have to have the backup. But let us know in the comments section down below. What, do you, what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. And what do you think the future for energy looks like? All right, guys. We'll see you later.